Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Aaron Pym, and I'm the producer of the theatrical variety show, The Bedpost Sex Show. Here at the podcast, I invite guests and performers from the stage show and beyond to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. This week, we have comedic performer and actor Shannon LaHaye. Hey! LaHaye! <laughs> I can't not you do that. I can't her. not do that when I hear their last name. That's great. Hey, girl! LaHaye! <laughs> My entire high school life. Was it? They just like uh, walk in and be like, hey, la, hey, hey, like, hey, hey. And then various, various forms. Um, fun story. My best friend uh, in university was Shannon House, and so it'd be Shut like, up. la, hey, how you doing? How's it going? People are very witty. Wow. Yeah, that was. That's funny though. It was funny. What are the odds? That worked out. What are the odds? (laughs) Shannon Howes. 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 Shannon LaHaye. Yeah. Oh my fucking God. (laughs) We can just talk about that for an hour. That's what you wanted to talk about, right? Yeah, yeah. You're like the origin, (laughs) etymological origin of your last name. Yeah. Um, How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks so much for coming. Yeah, I'm very excited to be here. I'm a teen, like, was a little nervous, but like, very excited. Oh, don't be nervous. No. It's obviously, there's, it's obviously, Obviously. I meant to say, it's honestly nothing to be worried about, not even a little bit. I'm not like, I'm not like worried, worried about the content. I'm worried about being boring compared to, Oh no, my God. Everybody, I, the fun thing, um, I think is that everybody's story is interesting. Like even if a lot of times when I ask people to do the podcast, they're like, oh, not, I'm not having any sex right now. So maybe like yeah. when it's going good, yeah, then I'm maybe late all the time. I'll give you yeah, a call. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, no, no, like that, like say, I don't know. That's super interesting. Even just like the struggle, um, you know, like, like it's yeah. all interesting. Great. It doesn't matter if you're having tons of sex or not. Like, it's even more interesting if something, somebody wants to talk about, like, chastity. Yeah. About, like... True enough. You know, you know what I mean? It's all interesting. Cool. All right. Great. If people uh, haven't realized yet, I'm super <laughs> sick. <laughs> This is the first introduction of my voice. Yeah, this is the first introduction of my voice. uh, People listening for the first time. I've been sick um, three times this year so far. Wow. Yeah. That's. I'm sorry. It just keeps coming back. One time I got an ear infection. It went into my ear. That's my nightmare. That's my nightmare. I've had an ear infection once. It was the worst. And you know what? I now I'm like. I had an ear infection the second time I got sick, so now I'm in the third time. Now every time my ear gets plugged for like a second, mm-hmm. like right now I'm like, like I am having sympathetic like ear stuff, like because I'm like, oh, it's going to my oh, ear, oh, yeah. and I've never had ear stuff before, so I'm like. When I was growing up, when I was a kid, I got tonsillitis all the time. Yeah. All the time to the point that, like, my dad was like, should we get them out? And doctors were like, we don't really do that anymore. But the sign of it coming was my ear would start to hurt. And, like, even into my adulthood, I was prone to tonsillitis. 
So, like, whenever my ear sort of hurts, I'm like, oh, you're too high. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't want it. It's the worst. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. the same way about uh, bringing it back <laughs> to, to sex and sexuality. I'm the same thing about UTIs. Mm. Do you get UTIs ever? I've gotten one once. I, I usually, I get, like, yeast infections more so. Yeah? Yeah. I've gotten, I had one yeast, I've had one UTI, and it was the worst UTI in the history of uh, herstory. Herstory. Um, I had it for like, I had it off and on for like two months. I went to the doctor like four times mm-hmm. and it just wouldn't fucking like go away. Pain. It wouldn't fucking go away. Oh, God. And it would go away a little bit as I had the antibiotic, by, but by the end of the antibiotic in another day, it'd be back again. So I, it waned like during that period, yeah. but like it kept fucking coming back. And, and the only reason I got it I think because it's the one time that I ever I think in my life have not peed after having sex I am so I'm so on like now I am yeah because I used to do it because I always just wanted to after sex for whatever reason just because I don't know I pee a lot and it's nice to pee yeah um but now I'm like the second it's over. I'm like, even if more sex is going to happen, yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to go pee and then, yeah, take a pee break and then come back. Like, even if the sex is not done, I'm like, mm, I should pee. Yeah. Like, I hate when I have to pee in the middle of sex and I'm like, ah, look, we need to, I need to, I'm just, I just don't want to risk this. So. Yeah. <laughs> Plus I won't be able to like orgasm, come and orgasm if I'm worried about not peeing. hundred percent. That's yep. the worst feeling. Yeah. Like, I can't. Yeah, if I have to pee, sometimes though, it's funny, sometimes when I have to pee, it feels G-spotty, like I can feel, yeah. do you know what I mean, it feels fullness there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it kind of is pressing on a, a sexy part, like yeah. on, inside. Okay, do I you s- find that? I do, but I struggle a bit with this because um, my, cause my orgasms are like very clitoral. Yes, me too. Based. Yeah, yes, like, me too. I, it's like G-spot orgasm is not a necessarily a, a go for me. Me neither. So I, whenever I feel that way, I'm like, I think I just have, and I start to get in my head about it. Do I just have to pee? pee? So I've, I've had stopped sex before and like run to pee and come back and been like, it's still kind of, okay, I guess it's fine, but I'm so worried about like, about peeing? (laughs) You are? Has that ever actually happened to you though? No. I'm curious to see if that actually has ever happened to anybody. Like when they're trying to have, because I'm the same way when actually, when I first starting having orgasms with a partner, Mm -hmm. I felt like I was going to pee. And I that's why I couldn't orgasm with a partner at first was because I was like I think I'm going to pee. I'm going to yeah. pee and I'd stop myself, obviously. And like some so, people like are fine with that, but I don't know like it's especially when I'm first with someone I'm like I don't know if you want if this is okay. Yeah, like, can I pee? I don't I, know. If I, I don't just think so. pee by mistake like <laughs> how, how upset are you going to be? How close are we? How, <laughs> how intimate is this? Yeah. But like but at one point the boyfriend at the time was just like, "You know what? Just pee." Like like, you know, yeah. I think he probably knew it was just like me trying to have some tor- type of an orgasm that right. I wasn't like, I had to just let go. And he's like, you know what? If just pee then, like, fuck it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, like, just do it. And then I, and then I did have an orgasm oh, with him man. because I had, I could let go and whatever, whatever. Yeah. So I don't know how related that is to. That's like a goal of mine to get out of my head. I don't know. worry about it anymore. Yeah. Like, because like. Does anybody try to, does anybody actually pee when they're trying to have an orgasm? Because that's a fear. Because <laughs> it's, it's a fear. It's a total fear. And I wonder how that. founded is it, is exactly, the fear. Exactly, because, like, research is bullshit on the female yeah. orgasm. So it's, yeah. like, it's, like, because I, of course, like, Google everything. Because that's <laughs> who I am as a person. Anytime I'm, I don't know the answer to something, I'm you like, Google? Google. So what did well, you Google? No. I Googled, um, uh, <laughs> 
having to pee, uh, having to pee during sex yeah. was what I started with. Yeah. And then it was, you know, um, how to tell the difference between your G spot and having to pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, an orgasm feeling like needing to pee. Like, I think I went through like any combination of, of them. words. And a lot of them phrase. were like, sometimes, uh, you really have to pee and sometimes you just have to have an orgasm. And I was like, that's not, <laughs> cause that another thing, help. yeah. Cause another thing, me in the morning, um, like I try to drink water throughout the night. Mm-hmm. So in the morning I, I, and I pee in the middle of the night too, but yeah, I, as I stated, I pee often. Um, <laughs> so in the morning I usually have to pee and I feel like me having to pee, um, like I, I either misinterpret it as I'm feeling horny, like again, that it's ah. that feeling of fullness yeah, yeah, yeah. or something is pressing I feel that way somewhere inside me. After I like masturbate a lot, I need to like I think everyone does. I need to like pee yeah. when I'm done. Like, yeah. At, like in varying degrees, but usually like when I'm done, like having to pee is like, well, I've finished my session. <laughs> right, right. It almost yeah, yeah, yeah. When I yeah, I can I I'm with you there because after I have an orgasm, not as much maybe when I'm masturbating, more when I'm with a partner. After mm-hmm. I hasn't have an orgasm and then I pee after the pee is like almost as good as the orgasm. <laughs> it's true, no, it's true, it's true. It's like so I'm true. honestly like because I was I, I don't know if it's the muscles that are like holding it in and then those muscles finally mm. like really it's like ecstasy. I don't know why. That's I've definitely had that. I've definitely had why. that. Before. Yeah. But UTIs, fuck them. Oh fuck them. I'm so I had a thing where <laughs> let's just keep talking about pee. Why? I had a yeah. thing where um I I had sex with this guy uh, recently. And I try and drink a lot of water when I'm with a partner to like one, keep my mouth like from getting all like cotton mouthy. Yes. But like also because I'm like, I'm going to need to pee after and I want that to be a thing. (laughs) We finished having sex and it was, it was sort of like close to the end where I'm like, Oh, I sort of have to pee, but I powered through it. And then when we were done, I had to, I went to the washroom and I had, I really, really had to pee. I couldn't for the fucking life of me. For the life of me. It was like, it was like, I was in there for like 20 minutes just being like, just oh, relax. What? Just I, relax. I know. Just... But every time it's like I'd relax and I feel it like starting, the like intensive. the flow starting, and then I'd be like, ah! <laughs> I, I have. I that's be. a shy bladder. I but I don't usually have a shy no, bladder. Yeah. It was like my first real experience with it, and I like went out of the washroom. Like nothing happened. Like nothing happened. I walked out of the washroom, and he's like, "What, what were you doing?" And You're, I was like, "Trying to pee." Trying to pee. Hey, I'm like that a lot of times. Like that's me a lot of times. Just, yeah, yeah. Where I'm just like, like in public for sure. Yeah, I have a shy bladder in public. Oh, I need to like, even at home, if Matt's like right outside the washroom, I turn on the tap. I have really? to. Really, really. Yeah, or else I'm not going to be able to do it. Fair I need, enough. Like, you need the the like the I, masking sound, or you yeah, need something need, similar, like to help you. No, I it. think it's privacy. Mm. I think, and that's funny because I pee in front of Matt often, but sometimes I'm like, I turn on that tap for sure. If he's like right outside the door, yeah, then I need to. Do you ever <laughs> pee with the door open? I used to do that with my ex. We just left the door open if we were. Just oh peeing. yeah, like, oh yeah, continue yeah. a conversation. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, like, sure. Like walking to the bathroom, taking off my pants, totally, blah, da, 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 and then just leave the door open. Totally, and he'd stand in the doorway and we talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's nice, right? Uh, yeah, it's a nice intimacy level where it's just like, who cares? Or like taking a friend into the bathroom. Oh, like that's house cute. Party. Party, like we both a girlfriend. Need to pee and it's just yeah. like, just come in. We're still talking. I get chatty and I don't want to stop <laughs> what I'm saying. But I don't usually have a shy bladder. So I was less worried about him hearing me pee and more after a while worried about the fact that he hadn't heard me pee. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been in there for so long. And I'm like, he's going to think it's something else. 
<laughs> you, you don't want him to think you're having a, a poo. No. no. Well, not immediately after. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're probably like, I got to go to the washroom. Like, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <so> <laughs> just run out of the room because you had to pee so bad. I mean, That's not, not going to look good. It's not the, exactly what you go for. Well, not, it's not what I go for. It's not the first, the one night stand <laughs> yeah. impression you want to make. That's exactly it. I slept with him for the first time, too. He was over at my place. <laughs> brought him in, take him to my bedroom, we sleep together for the first time ever, and then I <laughs> look immediately after, run to the bathroom. You pee, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So where, um, where are you at in your life, like, um, where sex is concerned? I'm in a very, I feel like I'm in a very interesting place. It's a new place for How me. How old are you, if you don't mind me I'm asking 30. Me. You're 30, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm 33 or 34, I'm not sure. Okay. I meant to. I meant to ask Matt today. <laughs> I have so many questions about that because we're the same age. Okay. I just do not remember. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I feel <laughs> not to take focus away from the story. I'm sorry. I just think it's funny that it's like I'm 33 or 34. I don't know. I forgot to ask Matt. He tells me. <laughs> he lets me know. He lets me know. Some days I'm 40. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. So I. I just got out of a nine-year relationship mm. like at the end of august oh okay i didn't know that yeah it, it, it was a long it was a long one it was a long one and before that i was with a guy for three years so i haven't really been single since i was like 18 19 mm-hmm. and i have only had sex like with the boyfriends like, yeah like with a with a partner um and didn't, 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 I don't know, didn't know much about, like, myself. Like, a lot of my sexual exploration was, like, through... With a partner? Yeah, th- with, a, with a partner or, like, like through, like, someone else's, like, gaze of me. Like, it just, like, sexuality was something that was very, like, weird for me. Through um, someone else's lens? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I don't know, just being a girl growing up, like, the way the world looks at you and, like, just, just and, like, a lot of, like, the idea of, like, slut-shaming in high school and, oh, like, yeah. rumors being spread about you that, like, weren't true, and it doesn't matter if they were true or not, because in retrospect, like, who cares? But, like, it just, it just sort of, like, always felt like not my own thing. Um, mm. And then my... You didn't have ownership. No, yeah. I never felt like I had ownership. And then my first partner... Uh, was very controlling and very uh, um, dismissive of my sexual needs. Like, mm. it was very much the him show. Mm. And, you know, my last boyfriend, uh, it was, like, a very good guy, and he certainly tried, but it, it's... It, it, <laughs> it wasn't necessarily satisfying sex. Mm-hmm. And I think I think a lot of that also comes from, like, my own... Yeah, yeah. I feel like... I feel like um... You know, that person is bad in bed. That sort of a thing Mm -hmm. is like, well, no, you both were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you didn't... I'm not saying specifically for you, Shannon, but, you know, you have a part person saying that, um, um, communicating your needs and wants, and that's part of it, and they're not a mind reader. Like, it's a two-way street, you know. It's not like, well, that that person was not good in bed. Well... Yeah, what part did you play in that for sure? Yeah, and I and I've been reflecting a lot on that. Cause Takes I, two to tango. One hundred percent agree. Yeah. Um, because I'm, I have never been good at vocalizing my needs, just in yeah. general as a person. But yes. Like, in bed, I sort of fell into this role of of like, well, I'm here to for you, not for me, and that's I think that's a role I fell into. So for especially the last three years of my relationship 
wasn't having a lot of sex because I just wasn't enjoying it and it, I wasn't satisfying and it felt like it wasn't for me and 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 I sort of thought sex was this thing that like I was just never meant to enjoy and I will never enjoy it. Oh, see, that's so uh, shitty, but that is so similar for so many women, yeah. young women, like that it's not, you know, just the penis, penis-centric sex, mm-hmm. the heteronormative sex. It's like, it's not, it's not meant, like, we don't take up space in the bedroom. No, exactly. Women don't take up space in the bedroom. And there was something that felt wrong about me, because I, like, just penetrative sex on its own, I can't come from. No, like, it's not. me neither. Not even a little bit. But, like, movies and porn and everything makes it seem like... That's what you should be doing. Yeah, you should be enjoying it. I remember the first time I had sex, I was like, oh man, this is going to feel so good. I'm so excited. And then, <laughs> right. and then uh, like, he went in me, and I remember just being like, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, I feel it in there. Yeah. But it just feels like there's something inside. Like it didn't. It wasn't like <laughs> I expected to immediately be like, "Oh my god, this feels amazing." And it was just like, "Oh, okay. okay. Oh, this is all it is, I guess." Um. So just from watching porn and, and movies and, and stuff yeah, and saying. seeing like just like anything or like ha- having girlfriends talk about it, but like. I'm talking, like, friends in, like, university and stuff in high school who are also fairly new to sex. So they're going to exaggerate. Exactly. They're going to dramatize. Dramatize it. Huge time. and Romanticize it. And so I felt like, I was like, oh, I'm just broke. So the bar was set super high. (laughs) Super, super high. And so I, instead of it being like, oh, I need to figure out what I want, it was just like, oh, I just, I just guess I don't like sex. There's something wrong with me. Exactly. And I felt that way for a long time and... Um, had small bouts of, like, feeling, like, having small bouts of, of, like, satisfying sex within, like, small pockets of, of nights where I remember, like, that was, that was actually a really good night, but I'm not knowing how to recreate it, hmm. so they were just, like, more like one-offs, so. Did you masturbate? Yeah, I masturbate a lot. Um, At that time, did you? Yeah, 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 I've been masturbating all out. <laughs> Girl, don't get me started. All time. Um, but it was, it was always clitoral yes um and always i'm oh, we're gonna come full circle Ooh, on get this. right into it um it was always clitoral and it was always more so like get it done as quick as i could oh. um so what i thought were like orgasms well and i'm sure were but like i'm sort of realizing in the last like couple years even we're like not as great as I could be having. Yeah. Um, well, they're all, yeah, there's a spectrum yeah. of orgasms, right? So they were probably on the very lower, low end of low the spectrum. Low end, exactly. Yeah. And so I think little contractions were happening. Yeah. Probably that's And it. then I'd be like, cool, that's it. I'm done. There, that was my orgasm. Great. Um, and I'm learning this thing about the orgasm spectrum. Because again, you think there's an orgasm and there's not yeah. an orgasm. Yeah. There is a blowing your mind scream. Mm-hmm. And everything else is nothing. Yeah. yeah. So. Insane porn star <laughs> scream. <laughs> Um, yeah, so... So you were masturbating, okay, so mm-hmm. you're having some pleasure from that. Yeah, got a vibrator. Um, got a vibrator, yeah. Which was, uh, great. So you're saying clitoral you enjoyed, so just an external vibrator you got? Uh, uh yeah, I started with an external one, yeah. and then I got, like, the, like, the... Dual? The, the dual, dual one, yeah, 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 So yeah. inner, inner and outer. Yeah, uh, um, and then found that I was, like, just, like, using... Like, just, just the outer like, one. Just yep. the outer one. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I got a wee vibe at one point, um, because I think I was still at the point where I was, like, okay, let's try to train my body to, like, have yeah. a G-spot orgasm, essentially. So I was, like, okay, this is going to be great, because I've got the, the wee vibe couples vibe is the one that's, like, a C-shaped vibe. Yeah, so I've seen it's, those. Yeah. yeah, so it's, like, the internal stimulation, as well as the clitoral, but the guy can also penetrate... 
as well. Oh, I didn't know that. So I'm like, okay, so this is going to fix it, yeah, essentially, which is a shitty perspective to have. So we tried it a couple times. It was like, ah, uh, it's okay. It it didn't like totally hit either of my spots perfectly, like the G spot or the external, like yeah. And also with the clitoral vibrator, when I'm using a clitoral vibrator, I like to move it around. Yeah, I like to like I move it back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah. I move it around. Like I wouldn't. It, yeah. I don't just put it in one spot. No, and hold it there. Yeah. Then it goes numb after a while, and then there's nothing happening. No, I yeah. need I need the like take away and come back and like to like yeah. raise it past like back and forth yeah yeah man agreed me too totally yeah uh so you can't couldn't really do that with that vibrator so what I ended up doing is just using that because it was like that c-shape so like kind of clipped on my hand nicely and I just always just like used it as an external vibrator just like in the palm of your hand yeah just like in the palm of my hand and the thing's vibrating on the back of my hand which made no sense but like I ended up just using that vibrator yeah that dual vibrator just as an external (laughs) I just hold it by the end I just held it and like uh, I did that too and it was a good vibrator, but that's not what it's, <laughs> not what it's for. But, like, that's just, I don't know, that's just my way. Yeah, I, oh, man. I'm having a great time. Um, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Memories. <laughs> um, but, yeah, especially, so in the last couple of years, uh, he he was away in lot on some work contracts, and we sort of were talking about how, like, things were seemed off and wrong and, like, not wrong, but, like, seemed off with us and... In the bedroom. Uh, yeah, well, with us as a couple, but, like, the bedroom kept being the topic, and he said he's, like, he's, like, it's just, like, I see myself having a, 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 an active sex life, and we aren't, and I was, like, I agree, and... You know, I think there's various things there, but I think, I think, um, it came down to, you know, we both just were unsatisfied with our sex life and And not knowing how to, and not knowing how to fix it it and not knowing what to do. And it just felt, it just felt like it was too far gone. And and I honestly was like, there's just something wrong with me. And like, um, so I, when he, he was gone on these, um, theater contracts and I started to like take my sexuality in my own hands a bit more. Mm-hmm. What did you do? I, what do you mean by that? Like, uh, got some toys. Got some toys. Got yep. some toys. Uh, Googled. Yeah. Got, got on that computer. <laughs> <laughs> As we do before. It's like how to, what is that? Uh, what, how is that? Uh, nice, nice. Um, and like playing a lot more with myself, spending like having evenings for yes. me. Like he was like, I'm home alone tonight. Treat yourself. Oh my God. Tonight's the night for me, and just like and just like really figuring out what makes just me playing. Tick. Just yeah, playing, just playing, and trying to remove the judgment. I think was a hard thing for what, me of what you should be doing. Yeah, how I should be feeling, what I should be doing, what this should be achieving. Because I think there's also this like I found uh, this idea of like if you do A, B, and C, then the result will always be D, and that's which is so incorrect. So incorrect because there'd be days where something would like I would come immediately, and then I would do I would do the exact same. Try thing to the next recreate night, the same thing, and it I couldn't get there. And it won't work. Yeah, and it's it's difficult because that's not the way it works. It's not the way it works. We're not <laughs> buttons on a machine. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. Different things every time, and I think um, it also it takes a lot of like focus and concentration for me to orgasm. Yep, me too. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. A lot of and so like a, a lot of stimulation, a lot yep. of stimulation, like lots mental, of thoughts, mentally, everything. Having happening. to like read something that like got me. Like I started yeah, reading erotica visual. and yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that to get me going. And yep. I don't know. It's just a fun thing. Um, erotica is great. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm even shitty erotica. Is even great. shitty erotica. You can, I read this book once where it was like the, the book, worst. It was it was a fucking terrible book. I hated it. Like I hated it so much. But there was like one chapter. It was like three That's pages, and it was the hottest fucking shit. That's all you need. And I remember just like like dog earing it, and I would read that chapter again and again over and, again. and over and over again. Like just like change details in my mind. It was great. It was yeah. so stupid. It was oh, so yeah. fucking stupid, but it worked. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so then I then uh, when he came home, I found it was still hard for me to be like translate, he, that, translate that into the couple scenario. It, it was a yeah. very different experience, and he also was getting frustrated. And like, fair enough. Like, it, he's a person. He's a person, he's a person and his too. sexuality matters as well. So, um, we eventually decided to just di- dissolve it, and I think that I, I was obviously very sad about it at the time, but I think that was really good for me mm-hmm. to see myself not as someone's partner, but as my own single sexual being for the first time since I was like 19 Mm -hmm. and I think a big part of my sexuality is like feeling like it was it was already too wrapped up in like his in my mind Mm -hmm. that I needed I needed it to just be solely mine for a while and so I think it was important for us to to not be together for me to start to like discover like what makes me feel sexy and what are things that I like about myself that I stopped doing for so long because people like dressing in a way like I, I forever would start covering myself up because mm. like I don't know my I have I have larger breasts and I'm I'm curvy so uh, if I dress even in a way that I'm just like this is just I, I just like what I'm wearing uh, especially in high school there was a lot of like your unwanted attention whore. yeah yeah and unwanted attention especially on the streets or like people even I know like friends dads would say gross stuff to me so it was just like oh god uh that's a whole other thing um so yeah it was something my body scared me my being sex sexual and being sexy was something that I was like it's bad because I'm gonna invite I'm gonna bring this on to myself um and in the past year I've kind of I mean I have wonderful friends but I think I've really shed that fear that stigma that stigma of like oh if I do something that like I would I would get dressed in my apartment because I wanted to feel sexy, and I would get dressed in a way, and I'd look at myself, and be like, I feel really sexy, be like, right damn, now. and then it would change before I went out because I'd be afraid to go outside like that. And mm. lately, I've been like, fuck that, I'm gonna dress sexy. <laughs> this is what I'm gonna wear, and I'm gonna go out. And yeah, it's still very possible that it's gonna bring unwanted attention, but that's not on me. That's that's not. I can't take I can't take responsibility for someone being inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've been feeling like really, really sexy, and and um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did like a little head shake. For people head movement. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good place to take a break, Shannon. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with Shannon LaHaye. Let me tell you about Come As You Are. Come As You Are is the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop, and they have a fundamentally anti-capitalist and feminist approach to sexual pleasure, health, and education. This means that Come As You Are is able to ensure that their shop reflects diverse genders, orientations, sexualities, and life experiences, rather than just one person's idea of what sex and sexuality products should be about. Come As You Are is never put in a position where they have to bend their professional or personal ethics to please the man, and 
they are offering a fantastic discount to Bedpost listeners. That's 15% off at www.comeasyouare.com with coupon code BEDPOST. All you got to do is type in B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you check out at comeasyouare.com to receive this generous discount. I truly hope everyone listening goes to the website and sees what these folks are really all about. And I truly hope that you enjoy the rest of the episode. Hello, welcome back everybody to the Bedpost Podcast. <laughs> Shannon's giggling for some reason. <laughs> We're here with Shannon LaHaye, everybody. Hi. Um, we, what did we talk about so far? We talked about peeing. Yeah, <laughs> we talked a lot about peeing. Mostly we Mostly talked about peeing. peeing. <laughs> I gotta say, it's less peeing talk than I thought there'd be. <laughs> <laughs> you expected more. More peeing talk. Uh, it's a fun topic. Is it is that a weird topic to ask you if you ever have had the desire to be peed on or to pee on someone? No, I don't think that's a weird question to ask. <laughs> I have never I I have never had the desire to be peed on. I don't know like I think I kind of have. Yeah. <laughs> I could do it. I feel like if my partner was into it, I'd like, be like, All right, get me in the shower and right, have right. the both of us in the shower, maybe. That's a good place to start. Fair enough. I think I, I could be peed on <laughs> and kind of find something sexy in it. Yeah. I think I could find something sexy in it. Is there it. a specific part of the body that you'd want to be avoided or, like, target? Avoided? I don't know. Oh, I picture it just, like, I'm, like, on my knees. I'm down. Yeah. Like, so you have that power play difference. Yeah, right? yeah, Because yeah. it's obviously a sub-dom type of an Absol- act. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Um, I just picture, like, I don't know, like, on my chest. Like, yeah. Something like I that. I wouldn't want it on my head is more, more so my thing, because the trickle-down would be... <laughs> the trickle down. It's a concern. It's a concern. I get it. I yeah. get it. Um, I don't, I don't <laughs> know if I'd want to be peed on. If someone wanted me to pee on them, you could. I think I'd be more open to that. See, I think as we spoke with my shy bladder, I don't <laughs> think I could if I wanted to. All right, look. <laughs> I, think, I think we've got it clear. Who? What's happening tonight? What's happening? What's happening? Um, yeah. Where would you pee on someone? In the shower, still. I yeah, I just it just it's clean up. It's just more. Yeah, my brain is just thinking about the cleanup after because yeah, like hear, I, yeah. they're having to wash the sheets and oh my god, that whole. Yeah, thing. you can't do it in the bed. You Does anybody do actually bed. do it in the bed? I feel like. I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't put anything past anyone. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Possible. Maybe they put down like a tarp. I don't know. Yeah, there's. I I feel like there's cer- certain vinyl, some sort of a sheet. Even just for girls who squirt and stuff. Oh, true, like, true. Or, or you just enjoy, like, there's, like, messy fetishes. Yeah. Where you just, like, or even just, like, massages. Like, oils. Yeah, massage oils and stuff. Because <clears throat> I, I those would stay in massages the sheets. in bed, and my sheets have definitely gotten stained from massage oils. And, like, lube and stuff like that. Some lube stain. Some lubes do. I try and use water-based ones, because, like, the latexy ones are... Make everything, silicone. like, hot... Oh, silicone. silicone. Is that it? Yeah. See, you even know better than me. Um, I make everything feel, like, burning. I don't like it. Like, oh. lube isn't my favorite thing. No? No. Why not? And sometimes I need it... Because, like, sometimes with sex, it feels like this, like, burning sensation. Like, and I've been to a doctor about it, mm. and they've tested me for stuff, and they're like, no, you're good. You're fine. But with my own, like, with my own lubricant, like, my own body, I, I it's great. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, something about lubricants makes something about lubricants so a bit tr- sensitive to something. Yeah, and mm. I don't know what it is because I've tried water-based ones, thinking it was like the silicone, but even that sometimes. 
And I don't do warming. I can't do warming ones because it's just... Yeah, no, it doesn't sound like... It can't. That would be a good choice for you. No. If you're already feeling a little weird about them. Yeah. Like, it just feels like... I can't... I can't describe it. Mm, like, that's interesting. And you've just like have uncomfortable, you tr- like blah. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, then don't. By no. all means, don't don't <laughs> use lubes. I've I've actually just started to use lubes consistently because um, I went to my gynecologist maybe about a year and a a year ago now, mm-hmm. and he said because I had some irritation in my urinary tract, um, which was not a UTI or a stone or anything weird like that, but okay. it. As far as we determined, he said it just got irritated during during sex, most likely. Because it so, was too dry? Or? <clears throat> yeah, something happened where, yeah, something like a very small tear or oh. something happened just like at the opening of the urethra. Mm-hmm. So he's like, use lube every time. And before that, I didn't like to use lube. Yeah. I didn't feel I needed it. Mm-hmm. And also, I think I used way too much like, like it was too... Like, it was way too slippery, and I didn't like it. Because I'm like, right. I can barely fucking feel anything, and it's, like, so, like... I don't know. I, I didn't feel like I could feel it as nicely. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, But now I scaled it back. Just use, like, a tiny bit. Like a pea size. Just, a, yeah, just a tiny little bit. Um, and it's so nice. So I'm, like, a big advocate of... And there was uh, a bit of lube shame happening to me as well. Really? Where I thought that... Um, you only use it because, like, something's wrong with me. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't produce enough moisture. I can't get enough. I'm not, like, or, enough. Or him. He's not doing... Um, he's not turning me on enough. Like, a bunch of shame happening. Shitty. That only... You should only... You only need to use it if something's wrong. That's mm-hmm. why. So I'm like, no, I don't need to use it. You know? Yeah. Like, a bit of something happening there. So just, like, in the past year or so, I'm like... Learning to love the lube, like is just, there a brand that you prefer? Oh yeah, uh-huh. Sliquid. Sliquid. Sliquid is where it's at. Sliquid. And they've got they've got like an organic line. Um, they have an anal formulation as well. Actually, is it's all water. Do you need different for anal than you do for vaginal? You don't. No, oh, okay. um, unless um, like water base, you can use for anything. You can right. use it with toys, anally, vaginally, mm-hmm. um, with a partner. Silicone you can only use with certain toys. Oils you can only use in certain places, and like they're yeah a little more particular. Oils you can't use with condoms. Um, silicone oh, you can't use with silicone toys. Pure silicone you shouldn't use vaginally. Yes, There's a lot of things, yeah. But yeah. Wa- water-based in general you can use anywhere. Mm-hmm. But their anal formulation is water-based, but it's just thicker, a really thicker. What makes it an anal formulation? Um, just that it's it's thicker is mainly w- with anal you want um, a thick lubricant basically. Oh, okay, I don't um, know that. Yeah, you I'm just yeah yeah yeah. Like I mean, there's a bit of preference happening for sure some people don't need it super thick um but generally it's like just or um too much lube is just enough that's <laughs> is that that's because you can't really produce moisture back there correct yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. it's not a naturally um yeah. sorry i said back there that sounded weird as soon as i said it, it was like, in the back baby there's a better way to say that <laughs> there's a better way to say that <laughs> down there back, down there yeah because i'm like i thought about it i'm like it's not that far away <laughs> Back there, yeah. Back? Not, how far back is That's it? Not, it's it's like it's like it's like a finger space down. It's fine. <laughs> um, did you uh, speaking about down there? Mm-hmm. Did you ever um, like what was your what your mom call 
your okay i'm getting my mom <laughs> so curious my mom always and continues to say your privates okay <laughs> which is gross it's uh, okay. a terrible word for genitalia <laughs> always 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 privates? still does to this day <laughs> your privates that's so gross to me <laughs> I don't know, because, like, now I, like, think of that word and associate it with, like, a child's genitalia, because it was when we were children, right? To me, that word is so gross. I don't like any, I don't like any, like, little kitty word for, like... Like, I'm having, like, like, a physical... (laughs) I can see it. I can see it. You're, like, convulsing. A physical reaction to that word. Like, I just... It's so gross to me. Sorry. My mom always said yourself. Oh, yourself. Yourself. Make sure you have to clean yourself. Stop touching yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Shannon, stop touching yourself. I remember uh, when I first saw, when I first learned how to masturbate when I was younger, my mom obviously did not, well, I don't know, obviously, maybe she did, she didn't let on, Um, but I, I, I masturbated one day that I rubbed myself raw. So I told my mom that I was like really red down there and my mom misunderstood and thought like I had got my period, like early. So she's like, all right, I need to look at you. Um, and I remember it was like, she's like, I know it's not very nice, but I need to look at you. And I remember she was like, okay. So you're just like, she thought I was just like scratching myself too much. She's like, you've got to keep your hands off yourself. Like (laughs) yourself, (laughs) your quote unquote self. I just learned how to masturbate. And you did it. How long did you do it for? It was like a day. I had, I was like, I was like a kid. I had nothing to do. (laughs) You didn't have a job. I had no job. It was the summer. (laughs) Finish around, get some water, start again. So she's like, okay, get some water. (laughs) Gotta stay hydrated, as we mentioned before. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So she's, what did she say? So she said, oh, Jesse, you gotta stop touching yourself. Yeah, like, as the equivalent of, like, keep your finger out of your nose. Like, (laughs) she thought I was just, like, scratching myself too much. Scratching. I don't know. Maybe she knew and just was too embarrassed to say. She was trying to make it say something else. Did you ever have some sort of a talk with her? No. Well, my no. family's very, like, waspy. Okay, these, this is my, this was my talk. I remember my mom, when I got to, uh, when I got to around 10, 11, my mom pulling out, she had this huge blue medical book. Oh, wow. That she, like, opened up to, like, the page on periods and was like, <laughs> all right, look, when you become a certain age, this is going to happen to you. Yeah. Um, and it's very natural, so don't be afraid when you start bleeding, and then, like, showed me the book and the pages, and, like, that was kind of it. And she was just like, when that happens, just, like, tell me, me if you're at school, fill your underwear with toilet paper, and tell the secretary. And I was like, okay. And that's, that was it. And I remember when I got my period being very confused, because it was, like, brown at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, periods, because the misconception is that they're always, like, it's always bright red. Yeah, and you're told blood. Blood. And it's, that's not exactly true. Yeah. So you're in lining. Yeah, exactly. But you know what blood looks like when you cut yourself. So that's what you're expecting. Yeah, and you and you see, yeah, and when you're young, especially I feel like your first few periods, I think, mm-hmm. are super just like brown. Brown, yeah. Because most people are like, oh my god, I shit myself. That's what I thought at first. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what's happening? And then it, it, it lasted, it took me a day and a half to realize. Oh, I just had a memory. Okay. <laughs> Continue, and then I've got something It was something just a day and a half of me, like, ruining my underwear and not, and thinking, like, I can't oh. tell anyone this is so embarrassing. And then... <laughs> Like, realizing it was coming out of my vagina and being yeah. like, oh, did you? Yeah, and did you? I, oh? Yeah, I did. I yeah. was like, oh, oh it's my period. Okay, I get it's my period. So I had to tell my mom. So my mom is in a room talking oh with my God. brother. And I was like, mom, I need, to, I need to tell you something. And my mom was like, what? I was like, can I talk to you privately? She's like, why are you being so dramatic? Just tell me. And I was like, 
can I talk to you? And my brother is like, uh, like such a dick sometimes. Like, <laughs> he was sitting in my mom's room. And he's like, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. And I was like, can you leave? I need to talk to mom. And he's like, no. And I was like, mom, can I talk to you? She's like, Shannon, stop being so overdramatic. <laughs> I had to be like, I had to be like, remember that thing you showed me in that book? And I remember her just being like, Christopher, get out. <laughs> <laughs> That is, like, the extent, like, that is the most <laughs> sex talk I've ever had with my mom. <laughs> That's it. That's pretty great. Yeah. Um, I, while you are talking about that, I had a memory. Um, first, okay, so my cousin is my age, my exact age, like a girl cousin, and we hung out, like, all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So Laura got her period uh, before I did, right? So she got hers, and I obviously wanted mine, right? Yeah, it's a rite of passage. Yeah, I totally wanted mine as well. Um, and, uh... I think I, speaking of yourself, <laughs> touching yourself and hurting yourself, uh, one time I think, I I don't think I was masturbating, but I probably was, mm-hmm. and I, like, cut myself with my nail oh, by mistake. Oh, I've done that as an adult. Yeah, That's yeah, terrible, or I know, yeah. right? Um, and um, I was bleeding, so I thought that was my period. So I told my mom I had my period. Oh. I got my period. Even though I knew my, I don't, I think I, I must, I don't even know if there was some denial happening there, like, or I want it. I don't know. Right, but I, right, I really right. thought that was a period because you're told it's blood and so there. Blood and I, and I, yeah, and I had blood on my hand or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, I have my period. So I told my mom that. Um, and I think my mom f- definitely figured out that it wasn't my period <laughs> through, I don't know, something. Um, because later that day we're at Laura's house, at my cousin's house, um, swimming. We went swimming. And Laura, and I told Laura, we're both in the pool. And I told Laura that I got my period today. And Laura's like, what? <laughs> She's like, you're swimming though. Like, and according to Laura, like, she got bad like she couldn't have swum. You sh- like, like generally they were very heavy, so she can. Yeah, swim, but yeah. like generally, a girl getting her period for the first time, she's not going swimming. She's not going swimming. She's not using a tampon no. when you're that she, young. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. not going swimming. Yeah, just yeah. period. Period. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm going swimming with Laura, telling her I have my I got my period today for the first time. <laughs> Like, liar. And I was like, what? Yeah, I don't even remember, but Laura was like, just not understanding. And and then I got my real period, like, maybe a year later. You were like, I and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I had a false start. My friend got her period before me, and so I remember when I got mine, I told her about it, and I remember she went, yeah, your life is ruined now. I was like, why? She's like, every month this is going to happen to you for the rest of your life. And at the time so I was like, 50. oh my god. God, that's uh, not so bad. It's not so bad. It's, so bad. it's yours not so bad. That's Mine, good. Mine's not so bad. Mine, yeah. I've had, I've had like bad ones, like offshoot ones, where it's like, oh god, this is terrible. But I feel very fortunate because I have friends that tell me, and like friends that have cystic uh, PCOS. Yeah, that's a common one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just talking to another guest about PCOS. It sounds fucking. Terrible. terrible like this girl like she's like she couldn't like she'd have to line her bed with like garbage bags just to like deal with it and like her work and like work obviously didn't understand and was very judgmental so yes. i'm very like very grateful i think i think i got off very easy with the period card Ugh, like, me too i had a hard go earlier when i was younger and mm-hmm. actually i was put on birth control pill very young like when i was like 13 oh wow um, to wow, regulate wow. my periods 
like yeah. for the sole purpose of regulating my periods and mm-hmm. the like cherry on top was birth control, birth control you know yeah. when I used it like f- three years not even like two years later yeah lost my virginity really young um but uh yeah I've got a girl uh that I work with currently um she has PCOS and like it sucks because she's like she's dying right mm-hmm. and um I actually overheard the other day somebody saying like one of the managers saying well we saw that she was doing nothing all day and that you were doing all her work da, 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 talking to whoever another employee but basically yeah. they were saying that we saw her she was sitting down she was mm-hmm. not doing work all day da, da, da. and in my head I'm like because she couldn't. She girl, couldn't. <laughs> girl is dying, yeah. like, from what I understand. And she told me that day. Because I'm like, well, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And she was like, oh, I'm on my period. And I'm like, oh, okay. And yeah. she's like, well, it's not like everybody's period, though. I have PCOS. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. It's serious. Like, serious, serious It needs to be problem. taken seriously. And it's not, very unfortunately. It's just seen as complaining about your period. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? When I came off birth control... Um, which I was on it for a very long time. How long were you on it for? 14 years. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Or maybe a bit shorter, but over 10 for sure. Yeah. I was, about, I was on mine for like nine, 10, 11 years probably yeah. before I went off. Cause I was just like, Boof. yeah. So I went off and had a time trying to like regulate it again. And mm. I was having, um, PMS for the first time ever, essentially. Because when you're on birth control pill, you're in a false state of pregnancy, yeah. right? So you're not getting PS- PMS sy- symptoms. So I always thought when somebody was like, oh, my period, I'm having PMS. I'm like, Pfft. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> no sympathy. You are, yeah, no sympathy for me. Because yeah. I was like, fuck that. Like, well, I can deal with it. And then I went off birth control pill and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. what a cramp's like. This is what a... I you remember know, the same wake up call because like, I went off like two years ago. I stopped using birth control and I remember mm-hmm. my first couple periods after that being like, oh dear God, oh dear God, yes, yeah. what is this? And it's been since then that I've had some of the worst periods ever, but again, they've still only been like, I, I can count on one hand how bad they've been in the last like two or three years. Yeah. Mine have so totally. I'm still very lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mine have totally evened out. So mine are no big deal again, but yeah. like the first few after I went off of that mm-hmm. were just hell. Um, what do you use for birth control? Condoms. Yeah, yeah. condoms. Condoms. Yeah. Yeah, condoms and just, like, paying attention to, like, what week it is. Like, yeah, eh? you yeah. do? You kind of track a little bit? Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, like, I've gone, I've like, so I started having, like, casual sex. Right. Is, like, you were saying, yep. Yeah, it's <clears throat> great. Uh, so condom, you got to. Got to. Yep. Absolutely have to. Uh, yeah, I find it's effective. I just pay attention if there's, like, any major concerns. I don't know. I... I feel like it works. So what are you looking at when you're looking at, like, tracking it or... Um, <laughs> I'm, like, I should be more scientific about it than I am. Like, I know that's... Can se- you... I, like, in my second week, I know to be, like, more, like... Careful. Careful. Right. Um, I mean, still, when sex presents itself, it presents itself. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So by careful, you mean you try not to have sex during that time? I try Just not at to... all, even with a condom. Mm. Yeah, like, I try to avoid it, but, like, should it come up, I mean, obviously. Yeah, yeah. but you're not actively, like, picking up during that week, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Um, yeah. But, like, definitely condoms 100% of the time. Yeah. Make sure they're not expired. Yeah. Um, yeah, keep them, um, like, mm-hmm. the thing with condoms, yeah, they're... And, like, switching them up consistently. Ye- yeah. Like, that's what I've learned. Like, my friend said to me, she's like, you just, she's like... You spend a lot of money on condoms, but like, but they gotta be if fresh. Sex all night, like, keep changing them. Even if like oh. you're right in the middle of them, change again. Like, Put another just, one on. Yeah, yeah. Make sure, yeah, it's not expired. Make sure you're storing it 
in mm-hmm. a spot that's not getting super cold or super hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, bedside table is a good one, but yeah. your purse isn't always a good place mm-hmm. to keep it. No. I don't, I don't normally keep... The only time I put condoms in my purse is, like... Like long term, if you're putting it in there to use that like night or that whatever, night then pick o- up. Yeah. then obviously. But to store condoms in your purse and keep them there for months on end is not good. Is not good. Yeah. No. Or like guys that show up and like take condoms out of their pocket that've clearly been in there. Yeah. For it's like, like were those in the clothes dryer? Like, yeah. Did those go through the dryer cycle? <laughs> How old are those? Um. So that's been an interesting thing for me to because like birth control, even with like my partner, was something I didn't worry about too much because I was I don't know with someone. Mm-hmm. But that's a new thing for me to navigate. Is, mm-hmm. is like Ugh. I'm having sex with new people for the first time, and it's great. However, and I'm having like I'm feeling sexy, and I'm like taking ownership, and like I'll take you home, and I'll take you home, and I don't want to get pregnant or get, or STIs or STDs. Oh fucking god! So it's like it is something I'm. It's something to navigate. Yeah, but it's a big part of casual. Dating, yeah. casual sex, yeah. So I, I like I, that's thinking about I'm all that stuff myself on it. Like I, it just birth control pills left me feeling really fucking weird. So I didn't want to keep doing them. And I tried the Nuva Ring for a bit, and oh, they yeah. say you can like leave it in during sex. Um, but I, I felt uncomfortable. And like for me in general, keeping anything up there long term with don't I don't love it. Don't love it. Yeah. Um, so that didn't really work for me. I was thinking like, like checking out the sponge for like one off encounters. Yeah don't know but condoms is just yeah just yeah there's yeah there's also female condoms like a diaphragm um kind of it's um sometimes called an internal condom mm-hmm. as well you said you don't like stuff in you but but maybe it's kind of like yeah a ring with like a larger kind of a condom right it's gonna hug the walls of the vagina rather than the penis okay um and it kind of comes out some people don't like how it's like you can see it right um when it's in yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's got like a little ring inside and then a big ring on the on outside, the usually. Okay. Um, yeah, there's sponge. Um, what yeah. else is there? I'm trying to think of like, temp- I guess, like, I'm looking for like temporary things. I know there's yeah. the um, IU, what is it? Is it IUD? IUD? Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure about that one. Yeah, I. Um, so it seems like a, I'm, I'm scared of it. Um, yes, so, yeah, some, there's two different types of IDs. One's a copper one and one's a plastic, like, hormonal one. Mm -hmm. So the plastic hormonal one is releasing, um, releasing hormones into your system. So it's kind of similar to the birth control pill. Right. And that it's releasing hormones in your system. The copper one is funny because they don't know how it works, but Uh, it does. Okay. But nobody really knows the science behind it. Yeah, copper for some reason. Wow. They don't know how it works. Wow. So it's kind of weird. Um, the copper one also has worse side effects. Like you'll get bad periods. You'll get bad periods and bad cramps yeah. on the copper one. But it's more effective. Right. And you, you don't have to have the hormones injected in yourself. Right. Um, I would uh, look at um, anybody that's, for you, Shannon, and anyone that's listening, go to redtentsisters.ca, R-E-D-T-E-N-T. S I S T E R fuck S yeah dot C A you did it oh I I was with you I was with you you did it Red Tent Sisters dot C A um there are uh, two Google will get it Google will get it Red Tent Sisters um there are two sisters that um do a lot of awesome work with sexual female sexual health and fertility and stuff like that when one sister is a certified sex sex educator and the other sister is a fertility expert um. 
Okay. So anything like that, check out the Red Tent. RedtenSisters.ca. Um, Shannon, we're pretty much at time, girl. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, look at that. See, no big deal. Not a big deal no at all. No big deal. We talked about peeing and we- periods <laughs> and casual sex, <laughs> masturbating. Mostly peeing. Mostly peeing. We came right back around to yeah. peeing a second time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is there anything you would like to tell people about? Um, um, do you have some shows coming up? Do you have weeklies? I have, uh, well, I'm in a sketch troupe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, uh, it's called Dame Judy Dench. Mm-hmm. We're pretty funny. We're currently in the Toronto Sketch Fest, but I don't know when this is coming up. So maybe it will be too far gone. But I'm also, mm-hmm. you just check us out in general because we're fun. We're on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also in an improv group called The Kids Table mm-hmm. with some hilarious people. Uh, we get tons of offers to, like, like lots of people are, are very generous to us, but especially on the $12 free pint, two free pint comedy show that happens on Fridays, the last Friday of every month, uh, Matt McCready is very generous to let us have a monthly <laughs> spot there. The show happens every Friday, but you play the last Friday. The last Friday month. is yep. this one we're on. But you go with the other Fridays too. Go all Fridays. Go all the Fridays. It's always a fun time. It's always <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah. That Matt McCready knows how to produce a comedy show. Yeah. Have you met him? <laughs> <laughs> I may have met him five years ago at a New Year's party and then fell in love. Oh, that's cute. And now we're engaged. Uh, I gotta get my ring uh, figured out. I was out. about to be like, He gave me a ring, but it's like, um, it's kind of like a cutesy, jokey type of a ring. Mm -hmm. So it's actually an adjustable ring. If you've ever put on an adjustable ring, they're so fucking uncomfortable. They are, and they start to pinch the skin. Mm -hmm. So I want to take, because it's a very cute, um, like, little bumblebee. It's an inside joke. A Mm -hmm. bumblebee thing on top. So I want to transfer that to, like, an actual band. Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cute. Um, But anyways, uh, Shannon, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You've been a great guest. Everyone, this is Shannon LaHaye, and I'm Erin Pym. This has been the Bedpost Podcast. Check back often, because we release a new episode every Friday. And if you want to see the Bedpost stage show live, that runs at the Social Capital Theatre the third Friday of every month at 8. However, this month, March, is on a Thursday, and that's Thursday the 23rd. It is our two-year anniversary show, so please come and uh, check us out for that. For more information on everything Bedpost, please visit us on Facebook at Bedpost Erotica or on Instagram at the Bedpost Sex Show. Lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland, who can be reached on Facebook or at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com.